Hey folks, hey, what's going on? Hey, this is Wesley Million Dollar, Billion Dollar Virgin here with another Millionaire Midnight Rant here. And guess what? Tonight I want to open up the dialogue for questions here. Um, several times a week, what I like to do is give all of you the opportunity to um, actually have some dialogue with me or to post your questions below about your business, about manifestation, about anything that you need to help you begin to achieve your goals and dreams. And if you don't know who I am, I'm Wesley Billion Dollar Version. I'm a young self-made millionaire here from Houston, Texas here. And I grew up pretty much like most of you, you know, average, poor, not much money. And but <clears throat> through educating myself and through really persevering and having an, obs an, an obsession to learning what was necessary for me to become the man today that's worth over $40 million here. Um, I'm self-made now. And here just to make a contribution to you. If you're on the podcast, you can always follow. You can always share. You can always leave a comment as well. I'm here to help you. If you ever want to go live with me on Instagram, I do it for free, pro bono. Um, on the rants, of course, anything outside of that is $50,000 per hour. So let's go ahead and get started here, folks. Look at that view. It's lovely, isn't it? Not millionaire midnight rant and the millionaire midnight rant and the title is Ask your favorite millionaire anything, okay? How many, how many of you are working on something big? I'm just curious, you know. And how many of you out there have not given up on your dreams or your goals? It's, we're still in the beginning of the year, 2023. It's January here, and um, you know I'm very curious to see what you're currently doing, what you're working on, and and I'm here to help you, you know, to help you ensure that this year is a six-figure year, a seven-figure year, maybe eight-figure year, or maybe just to leave your job, like to take a leap of faith and just start creating your world, right? So I'm here to help with that. So go ahead and post your questions below here. And I would like to give all of you a shout out here. Hey, Oscar, Lucas, Sam, how are you, sir? Oscar says, getting this real estate license soon. Hey, much love, Oscar. Congratulations to that, uh, to you. Hey, Angel, Angel Lee, how are you? Jay Doe, how are you, sir? Um, Dakita, we have Shaniqua, Denise, how are you? Uh, we also have only one dime. Good morning. And make sure you take notes, folks. Make sure you take notes. Take notes. If it's one piece of advice I would have given myself in my 20s was to take notes. I never took notes, ever. Right? And it took me a very long time to make my first million. It took me about eight to nine years. And, you know, because I, I would hear great information, but I was never... 
writing things down and really understanding that I have to go over the information. Just hearing this one time is not enough, by the way. Yeah, and you may feel inspired, you may feel motivated, but just hearing it one time is not enough for you to really understand this unconsciously where you start to automatically apply the information. Does that make sense? The brain works through repetition and the more repeated of the activities that align with your goals and dreams that you decide to do, then uh, you will begin to automatically take necessary steps and actions towards your goals and dreams. Okay. All right. Oscar, how can I promote myself in the most efficient way to grow as a real estate agent here? Yeah, easy. I would start an Instagram and I would begin to create content, short form content, and just educate buyers about the real estate world. Right. When you go to class, you start to learn what is called specialized knowledge. And that specialized knowledge can be shared with the world. Right. Like what to look for when you buy a house, what the real estate agents don't tell you. And I would take that content as well and I'm repurpose it on YouTube and on TikTok. That's what I would do. And that's what you should do as well. What's next? Hey, America, how are you? Did you read certain books on meditation? If so, which ones help you most? Yeah, let me give you guys the number one book. Okay, this is the number one book. Actually, I have two, but I guess I give you one tonight. Um, you know what? No, you know what? I'm gonna give you the book that is not that popular, but it is the first book that I read before I begin, before I started meditating like ten years ago. And many of you know that I am a uh, fan of meditation. Meditation has changed my life. It made me rich as well. It really did. And I can go into that if you want me to and how it did that. But the first book, I'll never forget this book. It's not a popular book. It's not. It's many other books that are very popular here. But this book here is very old, and but it's very powerful if you actually apply what's in the book. And it's called Silva Mind Control. Write that down. I suggest everybody reads this. Teenagers, young adults, entrepreneurs, read that book. Silva Mind Control, okay, by Jose Silva. It's a, it's a Mexican guy from Mexico who created this book, and it talks about meditation. It talks about the brain waves. It talks about mind control. It really, It's really a fascinating book, but it talks about meditation. Um, that's the focus of the book, and um, it's very, very powerful, in my opinion. I applied it. And I now at this moment, I manifest everything in my life. I don't necessarily work hard for anything. I work, but I don't work hard. I kind of allow my mind to um, make most of the decisions unconsciously or to find solutions for problems. I don't, I've learned how to be very calm, peaceful, poised when I make decisions, when I um, when I'm around people, when I'm building companies and things tend to always work out in my favor and I owe it to meditation. So yes, definitely get that book. 
to silver mind control. Okay. What do you think about hypnosis? I recently bought a program named The Second Mind by Jack Ducey. You know, I've never heard of Jack Ducey, but uh, hypnosis is a real thing. One, one thing I want you guys to understand about hypnosis, when people think about hypnotic or hypnosis, they just think about somebody is having a watch and saying, look at this watch as it goes left and right and you're getting sleepy. No, let me tell you something about hypnosis. Hypnosis is just a state of mind. And hypnosis is just a state of immersion, which means is we're always in hypnotic states. Even now, like listening to my voice, you're in partially a hypnotic state because you're very focused, right? Listening to every word that I'm sharing with you, you know. So hypnosis happens all day long. It's your job when you're talking to your children, talking to your significant other. Hypnosis is always, and hypnosis basically when you're speaking to the deeper part of people, right, to the unconscious part of people. When you're able to do that, you can uh, make people do a lot of things. Um, you can embed suggestions. You can give people indirect commands uh, just by speaking to this mind and putting them in a hypnotic state. And I know you think, well, what's that? how do I put people in hip? First of all, you need to learn how to put yourself in a hypnotic state so you can program yourself. One thing that I did that I've learned from the book, The Civil Mind Control, was how to program myself. Right? I mean, that's why I'm rich. Uh, that's why I'm rich, I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm I mean, life is perfect. Um, I program my myself to be this way. I mean, it's not that difficult, but the reason why it's not so popular because well, many people just don't believe it. They just say, like, oh, you can't program yourself. That's not how it works. You just can't program, right? It's disbelief, and it's just not popular. If more people did this and meditated and understood self-hypnosis, then it would be very popular, and people would do it, and they would get results. You know, the brain is very simple but complex at the same time, but the brain is very malleable, which means it can change very quickly. Like wire, it can rewire itself very quickly when you're doing it the right way. And that's why, honestly, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I think right now my program, my course, the Genie Script, is probably, uh, I won't say it's the best course, but I'll say this, that how I articulate the course and how I explain it to people is in a way that people are definitely getting results. We get over 10 testimonies every single day, five-star reviews every single day with that course. Over 500 people buy that course every single day around the world. And I don't say that to brag, but I'm really blessed. I think I just have the gift of really explaining very difficult information or very complex information in a way that, you know, regular people just get it, right? And if you get it, if you understand it, you're more likely to apply it. Does that make sense? Okay, questions for me here. Um, all right. Wes, I would like to hear how meditation made you rich. Um, okay, well, I've, I've shared this story. How many of you want to know how meditation made me rich? And I can explain it to you very mechanistically, right? Just... In a very practical way, you know, this is not woo-woo, 
science fiction. This is like this very real. You want me to do that? Just let me know in the comments below and say yes. You know, Wesley, really explain to me in a very deep way on how you meditated that allowed you to be rich or to have millions of dollars here. And I talk about this in my course as well, and I teach it in the Genie Script. You can always go to howtomanifestnow.com. And manifestation and meditation get very popular on the planet. It really is because you have just the young, younger people, the generation Zoomers and the millennials. They're getting more privy to meditation and mindfulness and consciousness. They're getting a little bit more educated in that area. Just realizing hard work. Like even Kobe Bryant talks about meditation. He writes, he talks about it in his book. Um, even Phil Jackson has a book about meditation. The guy that run the most championships with the Lakers, right? So, I mean, this stuff is not, it's not new, but I think people are waking up. They're understanding the power that they have inside of them. So let's talk about it here. Um, um, okay. So, and I'm gonna keep it short if you don't mind. So when I started to read that book and I began to do it. Um, I began to do a certain type of meditation. That medita- The exact meditation that I use, and of course, I kind of revamped it, but it's in my course. So if you ever want access to it, it's in my course, howtomanifestnow.com, the genie script. You can get it, use it. But what I would do, what I began to do, I would meditate three times a day. I've told this story many times. And let me tell you where I was in my life. I was about 32, 33 years old. I had just quit my job. I just quit it because, like, I, I needed to realize that as long as I had a job, and at the same time I had a job and trying to work a business, the only reason why I kept the job because I was afraid. It's not just because, well, I had to pay my bills. I was just afraid to really have faith in myself that I could make it work. So I decided to take a very drastic step towards my dreams, okay? And I'm not saying, listen, I'm not suggesting you quit your job. I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know what your thinking is like right now, but I was at wit's end, man. I said, screw it, and I did it. And I'll never forget this. I was sleeping. I had an air mattress at the time because I was moving around a little bit and in Houston, Texas, and I'm staying in this little bitty apartment here. I had a futon, I had a TV, and you know you have those TVs and you have the wires hanging down? You know, that was me. <laughs> the wires hanging down for the peripheral devices, like your DVDs and your Blu-rays, you know, just tacking, right? Wires everywhere, right? Um, So I began to meditate, okay? Now, at this time, um, I was... Trying to make a company work, but it wasn't working. Like I've, it was seven day fitness, and I was just—I uh, mean, I, I was trying everything on the planet to make that thing work. I mean, trying to go to seminars, read books, and buy courses, and I don't know—it's like I couldn't get sales. Um, so I began to meditate. Okay, so I said, you know what? You know, I've been taught all my life, and this is the tough part. This is why people just won't meditate consistently because, like, we've been taught to work all our lives. That makes sense? Like in school, elementary, middle school, work hard. High school, work hard. College, work hard. Get a job, work hard. 
So, and our parents told us to work hard. So, like, working hard was drilled into our minds. Work hard to make money. Work hard to make money. Work hard to make... So, you have to really think about, you know, this... The amount of times you've heard that. So, we're conditioned that we must work hard for money. We must work hard for what we want. And listen, you do have to put in some effort. But I wouldn't say you necessarily have to work hard because working hard assumes that you're doing work that you don't want to do. It's just something like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. Are you you're not passionate about it? So I said, well, let me try this. Even though I've been taught to work hard all my life to make money, and I made pretty good money. I made like $200,000 a year, you know, with different companies. And, and I was a computer engineer, so, you know, I was smart. From that standpoint, I didn't go to college, but I just was self-taught and I began to meditate and let me tell you exactly what I did. You know, every morning, like clockwork, I would go to my couch, I would turn on the meditation frequency, the music that I was listening to was the guided meditation. As a matter of fact, it's in the Gene Script course. Uh, my version is a better version, actually. And for like 40 minutes, I would meditate. I would just sit there, close my eyes, and I would just follow the guided meditation. And li- listen, in the beginning, I didn't, I didn't visualize things. Some of you, when you think about meditation, we think about visualization as well. But in the beginning, I didn't do that because, let me tell you why. Because my mind was so disorganized and so cluttered with disbelief. And I was afraid that, I don't know, maybe... I'm going to need to go back to my job. I got to pay my car. No, I got bills. I got debt. I got kids. So for like for the first two weeks, all I did was follow the guided meditation and I didn't try to visualize anything. Does that make sense? So three times a day, eight o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock in the morning and nine, 10 o'clock right before bed every single day. Okay, And I did this for a while. And I remember, you know, this is going to sound crazy, like, but it just happened. Though. The more I would meditate, like if you can get past two weeks, I think two, two weeks is like the threshold. Because it's hard in the beginning because you don't want to do it because you feel like you're wasting your time. You're like, man, this shit ain't working. You know, trust me, I've been there. You'd be like, what am I doing? I got to pay bills, man. I'm up here meditating. But let me tell you something. If you're able to do it for two weeks straight, the third week, it's like you get this clarity. It's like you become calm. Okay? You become very calm with, like, everything in your life. Even though you, I still had bills, I had debt. I, had, I mean, I had a lot of stuff going on that was just not in my favor. But it's like I just was calm mentally. And let me tell you something. It's like things started to happen that led me to the thing that made me rich because I've told a story a lot of times. I meditated for like 45 to 60 days and I was very intense about this. And during those days, it's like I discovered a new business. I discovered a person. Like it's like everything that happened, it's a long story, but 
You can always watch it on my podcast. But you know, like doing those 60 days, it's like everything in my life happened for a reason. Even the people that I met, the partnerships that I got but didn't work out, um, the places that I flew to, the people that I met um, at events. And within 45 days, I made a million dollars. Now, listen, I was meditating like maybe for a year or two, maybe less, maybe about a year. But like for 45 days, I got very intense. And, you know, because I don't want to give you guys false hope and say, oh, if you meditate for 45 days, you're going to be a millionaire. No. But I was just at a different spot in my life. Let me tell you what I did. I'm going to be very honest with you. I didn't talk to anybody for 60 days. Actually, I didn't talk to anybody for like, Almost two years, honestly. I know that sounds weird, right? You're like, how can you like not talk to anybody? Remember, I quit my job. So I was getting up in the morning and I was going to the gym and I was going home. And that's all I was doing. I wasn't communicating to anybody. But let me be honest, it was the next door neighbor. It was a girl, the Latina. So I did start dating her for a little while. Then, um, you know, she wanted exclusivity. I couldn't give her that. So that didn't work out. So, But that was a brief period in my life um, with the little Latina. But for like almost two years, I didn't have any type of conversation with people. I was, because I let go all my friends and my mom was calling me probably once a week. And that conversation was about two minutes long. Okay. So you have to imagine a man not talking to anybody. I went to the gym. I would have my headphones. I didn't talk to anybody. I wasn't working out with anybody. I was just by myself. And so you have to think about a person that does that. And I'm not watching any TV. I'm not going to the movie. I'm not going to the restaurant. I'm not traveling. I didn't do anything. I, all I was doing is working and meditating and visualizing. Honestly, that's just all I was doing. And like for 45 to 60 days, I was doing it intensely. Like I was really, I remember on the weekend, I would go to the pool and I would sit there for like hours and just stare. I was sitting in my lay in my air mattress, and I would stare at the wall for two hours. Sounds crazy, right? But what I was doing, I was clearing my mind, and I was only allowing the thoughts that I wanted to manifest in the outer world. So long story short, I did that for like 45 days, almost 60 days. And the business that I created made a million dollars. It made a million dollars. I went for no money in my bank account to a million dollars. And like I said before, I, I can't guarantee it happened. But it's like everything happened at the perfect time. Like the like the company launched at the right time. It was just like everything was just perfect timing. And let me tell you something. When you start to meditate, your intuition or some of you call it the third eye. It's like you're able to see things that people can't see. I can't explain and it's like I was getting thoughts and ideas that were perfect. I remember when I was writing the copy, when I was writing the marketing for the product that made a lot of, that product made like $20 million. It was just an ebook. Like, I, were, I was writing the marketing. It's like I would get these insane ideas to put in the marketing that made it so juicy and so good. Um, so, yeah, that's how it made me rich, honestly. I mean, that's about it. But, you know, I get it. I mean, many of you are not going to do that. You're just not going to separate yourself. You're not going to isolate yourself from people. Maybe you can't isolate yourself. I don't know. But 
me, I was very serious about find, uh, discovering the answer or to the solution to poverty. Like I was very, very obsessed to becoming a very successful entrepreneur and not just to be successful, but to be number one. And I was, I was number one on several platforms on the internet, you know, with my weight loss product here and made a ton of money. What's next? Wes, when you meditate, when you're meditating, what exactly is in your mind? So let's, if you're a brand new meditator, I would suggest to use guided meditation. If you get my course, it's a guided meditation in there. I guide you. You go to howtomanifestnow.com. Do the guided. Now, now I don't do the guided anymore because I've been doing it for so long. So all I do is listen to like either alpha state type frequencies or theta state. That's it. And I can meditate for 20, 25 minutes, whatever. But if you're in the beginning, you need to do a guided meditation. Okay. And the reason why it's guided because someone is telling you what to do. Right. So you're listening to the person that is speaking on the guided meditation and your mind is there. Does that make sense? Because in the beginning, when you're first beginning to learn how to meditate, what you're learning is how to focus on one thing. So you have to focus on the voice. Like if you decide to get my program now, you're just going to focus on me and my voice and what I ask you to do during the meditation. Does it make sense? Because what we're doing is we're, I'm teaching you how to focus the mind. Like if you can't focus your mind on one thing, you'll never be rich. You'll never be successful. You'll never really be happy either. Because you'll always be looking for the shiny ball. I mean, it's just natural for people. We all have the proclivity to look at the next thing. Oh, how about this thing? How about this thing? This thing, this thing, this thing. It's always like that. But you you would not um, acquire wealth with this type of mindset. You have to focus. And you have to teach yourself how to focus. How do you focus? When you go through the guided meditation, you're focusing the mind on what you're listening to. And you're only doing that and that only. And you do it repeatedly over and over again. And what it does, it helps you to become very focused when you're working in your company, when you're working in your business, just with your life in general. You have a level of focus that most people can't even fathom. Does that make sense? Okay. Question, is this good stuff? Yeah, so somebody asked about the website. Yeah, like I said, the website to get my course if you want it, is how to manifest now.com. Can I get a few people to comment that site below? Because I know a lot of you already have it. Have a ton of people that have already bought it that follow me. But, you know, I would say, you know, definitely take a look at it. It's like I said, it's not about being the best. It's it's very clear. And how I explain it, I explain it in a way that a third grader can understand what I'm talking about, if that makes sense to you. Right, because what I understand about information, if people hear information but they don't really get it, then they don't do it. They don't they won't apply it. But if they really understand and it makes sense in their minds or oh, what you're saying here, and that's my gift. It's the gift to articulate information in a very elementary way, so people just really get it. So that would 
allows people to apply this information. Okay. Thank you. Get rich now. What's next? Yes, it will have the guided meditation if you choose to grab that now. Okay. When you were creating your product, did you buy the product of someone who was successfully selling his digital product? Did you buy the product of someone? Um, actually, I did not. I didn't buy any product, but I did model a product. I can't share that which product did I model, but I did model a product. I modeled it. And maybe I did buy it. I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, I did buy the product. And I just modeled the entire product. I just made it better, honestly. And that product was number one at the time on ClickBank. And when I launched my product within a week, I was number one. True story. And the guy, you know, the funny part about this, the guy that I modeled, he's now my best friend. Crazy, right? Uh, what's next here? How did you market the ebook? Uh, that's a great question here, you know, because you think, like, how do you sell? We sell over 250,000 copies of the ebook. So, you know, maybe two years before, I, I would go to events, like internet marketing events. How many of you are internet marketers or would like to be an internet marketer or make money on the internet? I would suggest you go to the Affiliate West in Vegas. It's going to happen next week, I think, on the 23rd to the 25th. I went to all these events. I went to Affiliate East, Affiliate West. Uh, I went to a few others. And what I did was I went to, they used to have what is called ClickBank Roadshows. And I, and I went to everything. Okay. And I just met people. I met a ton of people. And what people loved about me was my enthusiasm and my positive mental attitude. So. For, any, for anybody that believes that a positive mental attitude won't give you the opportunity to put yourself in a seat where you need to be, that's a lie. It will. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be overly intellectual intellectual person. Like If you're just enthusiastic about life, about your business, about what you're doing, people that make money, they love people like that. Because see, usually when you go to events, people are bitching and crying about why they're not making money. It's always like that. You go to any conference, any business seminar, you know, like for the man, I'm not talking about private masterminds. I'm talking about the, the huge one, like growth con. It's just always people like, man, I'm trying to get my business going. You know, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm not getting no customers. I'm not, <laughs> I don't know how to do ads. I don't know how to make a website. I don't know, no, no, no. I don't know tech stuff. It's just people crying and bitching about stuff. You know, the majority of the people at the conference. So I would suggest you don't be that way. So I was very enthusiastic, happy, positive, you know, excited. And I met a lot of people and a lot of those people were affiliates. So um, two years later, I had a network of people that decided to test the offer for me. And I remember with this one guy, I'll never forget this. I emailed him like a couple of years ago, maybe four years before I made a million. And I would just, you know, say, hey, man, can I do anything for you? Maybe write a blog for you. And he said, sure, Wes, you know what? Write me a blog about fitness. And I wrote him the best 
um, two-page blog you've ever seen in the weight loss industry. And he loved it. And we became friends. And when I created FatDeminister.com, I asked him to say, hey, man, can you test this for me? And at that time, he was very influential in the industry, right? He wasn't the biggest, but he definitely was influential. And he made the most money he ever made on the offer to date just by sending an email. And he just told everybody about me. And once he told everybody about me, I went from a few affiliates to 100,000 affiliates. Like today, I have a database of 100,000 affiliates. Every day I get 300 new affiliates every single day to promote my products. So that's why, you know, I could, if I wanted to, I can relax in life and not do much work, right? Because I have affiliates that are coming in every day to promote my products here, right? Because that's the key, honestly. You want people to promote yourself so you can kind of relax and enjoy life, which I did. But now I'm back in the grind because I love the grind. But that's what you have to do. I'm a network marketer, and I think my company have an event coming there soon. That will be my reason. Don't like traveling without a purpose. Yeah, listen, I would suggest all of you, please listen to this. If you're in network marketing, internet marketing, if you go to any conference or any event, make sure when you go, you know who you want to meet. Okay? You should know beforehand who you want to meet, who you like to sit down with, who you want to take the lunch, coffee, whatever. Okay? Uh, don't don't be like all the other dummies. And yeah, they're dummies because they go to a seminar, they pay all this money, and they don't know what to expect. They don't know who they're going to meet. And it's like they're just throwing the dice and just hoping that they meet somebody that changes their life. It's not going to happen. I mean, honestly, it just won't happen. People that go to seminars and they go to all these different events, they tend to talk to each other. So imagine broke people talking to broke people. You know, everybody's telling everybody about what they're going to do and what business they're going to create. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go gold. I'm going to go diamond. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. Let me tell you something. And I know this because I used to be the dummy as well. I used to do that too. I was stupid, you know, because I didn't know. And I was talking to the wrong people. Listen, if you're going to go to an event, make sure you know who you're going to talk to. Most events have Facebook groups, Facebook pages, so you know who's going. So do your research, right? Research who's going. If you want to learn how to do Facebook ads, find the Facebook people that are going to be there. They're going to be there. Like Affiliate West, it's probably going to be huge because after the COVID, so it's going to be a lot of people there. I mean, a lot. I don't think I can't make it this year. I'm just too busy. Maybe next year, but man, I may make New York, but it's going to be a lot of people there. I already know. And it's going to be people that know Facebook. They know YouTube. You're going to see influencers. You're going to see Shopify people, Forex people, uh, whatever you can imagine in the internet, they're going to be the programmers, developers. They're there, right? But you need to know what your niche is and find the people that's in the niche that you want to get and dominate. Make sense? What's next here? Give you guys a look at my view here. Questions for me. Wes, what motivated you to write a journal about your life and how consistent were you? 
Um, you know, I didn't need motivation, folks. I talked about that last night. I didn't need motivation to write a journal. Just self-discipline, honestly. Like, motivation is a feeling, right? Some of you think what I do is motivation. You may say, oh, Wes, you're a good motivational speaker. Listen, I'm not a fucking motivational speaker. I'm an educator, okay? I'm not here to make you feel good and make you feel empowered. Because as soon as I stop the video or the audio, you're going to just reset back to your old thinking, okay? So I have self-discipline, okay? When I would write in my journal, I was disciplined to do that, okay? Every day, even though life wasn't changing, but I was disciplined enough to continue to go. And self-discipline is a choice. You have to choose to be this way. I mean, and some of you, you believe that you can't get yourself to do it. And when I, when I want you to understand that you can. But if you keep telling yourself that you can't get yourself motivated or I just can't get myself to do it consistently, then you probably won't. You probably never will. So you might as well just stay at your job for the rest of your fucking life, honestly. And be a Walmart greeter when you get old. You know what I mean? So, but the people who realize that self-discipline is something that everybody can choose to have, then this is when change starts to happen. You know, motivation, I mean, come on. You know, if you're waiting for motivation to do something, you're going to be poor average and regulatory for the rest of your life. I'm going to be honest with you, right? Because if you can't self-motivate yourself, because many of you, you want external motivation, you know, you need a preacher to tell you about the Bible to get you excited. You need a motivational speaker to get you excited about your day or, you know, whatever. I don't need this stuff. Now, do I listen to, you know, different videos in my podcast in the morning? Yeah. But honestly, I just use it for educational purposes to put information in my brain. But I self-motivate myself. What do you mean? I get myself out of bed. I choose to be enthusiastic. I choose all this stuff, right? This is me. It's not it's not anything external for me. Does that make sense? Um Yeah, motivations for losers. Date location affiliate west event. Yeah, just look it up. Go to Google, type in affiliate west, and you'll find it. Why is finding your niche so hard to find for some folks is it more of a mental thing i mean i don't think it's hard to find let me give you the three niches and these are evergreen niches these are niches that are ubiquitous ubiquitous it means they're like toilet paper you're always going to use it it's three but it's a it's a ton of niches but three these three you would guarantee make money in weight loss Anything in a weight loss, if you do it correctly, you will make money. Because people, unfortunately, are overweight, you know, on the planet here. Especially in the West. So people are always looking for ways to lose that poochie pooch. Okay? Two. Romance. Okay? Finding the love of your life. Text these two words to any girl and she'll sleep with you in 24 hours, right? Anything with sex and romance and relationships, people will gravitate towards. You know, they have products out there 
that how the two words you can tell any man to make him monogamous instantly. I mean, right? I mean, they have a product like that. It's out there. Um, and no, I don't know what the two words is. Those are just hooks, honestly. It's not like it's two words. It's just hooks, honestly, to get you hooked in. It's just good marketing, right? So, and the last one is making money. Like, if you make a product about how to make money, I mean, people are going to buy. It's just how it is. Because people want money. People want to look good. And they want to have sex with the people they want to have sex with and look good. People only want to look good because they want to have sex with the people they want to have sex with. Honestly. (laughs) Right? Honestly. That's why people look a certain way because they want to attract certain type of people in their life. Man or woman, right? Um, So, yeah. Those three things. Those are niches on the internet. So I would say choose one. And there's no saturation in these niches. It is, it's like it's been millions of weight loss books, millions of weight loss DVDs, millions of weight loss programs. Same as the relationship and love and making money online. I mean, come on. It's like millions of courses out there. So it's not saturated. Everybody can win. Okay. But everybody won't win, but they can. Uh, what's next here? Questions for me. Uh, questions here. Hey, could I join and need some advice? Yeah, Daniel, what's your question? Just type it in. Honestly, I don't know if I want to go live because the other day somebody went live and they're acting silly and stupid. I don't have time to deal with that tonight. So if you have a question, just comment below. Best ways to drive traffic to a funnel. Um, pay ways, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Free ways to TikTok or YouTube, free content on Instagram. <clears throat> That's it. You know, um, you can do native ads as well, but that's a little more advanced. Questions here. Uh, yeah, what are your questions, Daniel? Comment your questions below. One at a time. Yeah, I don't need to hear the long story. Just what's the question, man? So why did you why you never made money with seven day fitness? Well, because people don't want to work out, obviously. Right? I thought people would want to work out for seven minutes a day, seven days a week. And in my mind, because I'm a gym rat, I love the gym. I love working out. I love looking good, looking sexy, of course. But and I thought that people wanted to work out for seven minutes. But you'll quickly learn that what people say is not exactly what they want. They may say, yeah, I want to work out, but I don't have time. No, no. They don't want to work out. They want to eat ice cream and pizza and lose five pounds a week. That's what they want. Right? They want to drink a drink. Detox. Get some surgery. 
They want the quick fix, man. That's just how it is. It will always be this way, by the way. You know, it doesn't matter how you think about it. It's always going to be that way. People want the quick fix. And the world will create products and courses to attempt to give them exactly what that is, the quick fix. All right. So, yeah, that's why 70 Fitness never work because no more. People don't want to work out. I thought they would. What's next here? Hey, folks, are you getting value here tonight? You're very quiet here. What does spirituality mean to you? To me, the spiritual world is the invisible world, right? That spirituality is God. Spirituality may be the universe. You know, it's just the intangibles, but we we know it's there even though we can't feel it. Like our thoughts, that's spiritual. So anything that's intangible that we can't see, but we believe by faith, obviously, that they do exist. So that's the spiritual world. All the spirituality, in my opinion. King West, what profound lessons did you learn at the military? Easy to never to go back. <laughs> I didn't learn any prolific messages or information in the military. I do appreciate the military because... I love the physical training, but everything else, nah. I didn't. That was not for me. I'm the type of kid that I cannot listen to people tell me what to do. How about you? Like, I can't do it. I mean, I'm serious. I just cannot. And it's probably because of my childhood, because, you know, my dad was, he was one of those fathers that were, that was very authoritarian and man, couldn't get a word out with that guy, right? So there, um, when I became an adult, I had huge problems with authority figures. And I had a big issue in the army because, you know, there's a lot of authority figures in the army. But uh, I got kicked out of the army, by the way. I got kicked out, discharged. So the military, the only thing they gave me was the GI Bill to buy me a brand new car. You know, I got a six pack and that's it. I didn't learn any lifelong lessons. Absolutely not. That's why I knew I was destined to be an entrepreneur because I don't follow people well. I don't want to follow anyone, honestly, ever. I don't want to follow and it's very difficult to tell me what I should do. Like, like I'm the boss. And everything I do, I'm the king. Everybody knows that. If you know me, I mean, I'm the boss, period. Um, I don't follow anybody. I don't follow any man, any woman. I don't follow nobody. You either follow me or you get the fuck on. That's just me. That's just my mentality. And I'm okay with it. I don't care if only 10 people follow me. It's my loyal 10. It's cool with me. But yeah, I'm, I am not a follower of anyone. What's next? Now I must and will have the panoramic view. Awesome. What's up, Moroccan? How are you? Questions for me. Are you getting value here, ladies and gentlemen? Let me know. I assume that you're getting value here. 
Awesome, Patricia. I'm glad you did. Any more questions for me before I get back to work? Hey, Beverly, how are you? What age were you made you made your first million? Yeah, I was 35 years old. 35 years young. And I know what you're thinking. Well, Wesley, I thought you were 25. I am. I went back. So every year that passes by, I am, instead of moving forward, <laughs> I go backwards in age. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I was 35 years old. Hey, Franny, how are you? What industry? Internet marketing. Age Turner, how are you? Can you get your podcast back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I donate. I'm sorry about that. Remember, I had hackers and stuff, but I finally got back into my account. So we're going to get, we're, we're probably backed up. A week and a half of podcast, but don't worry. Today, I'm gonna have my guy to get those podcasts uploaded ASAP for you. <sighs> what good advice would you give me? I'm opening a Caribbean restaurant. Yeah, my advice is do it. Do your research. Find somebody that's already successful and model them. When I log into the Genius Group on the desktop, the audio doesn't work. Which audio? Just email support. They'll reach out to you. Current book. Um, I think it's Hypnotic and Metaphors. I think the book that I'm reading right now. Questions for me here. See, have you have you folks noticed that I do a great job of explaining all the complexity of meditation and manifestation and just the mind and the brain? I do a good job, don't I? All right. It's my gift. This is why I have so many people that talk so well about the Genius Group course. Okay. Because of how I explain it to them. And you get it. What's your horoscope? Well, according to the bullshit of horoscopes, which is bullshit, by the way. I'm a Capricorn, which means nothing, by the way. Folks, if you're into this whole horoscope bullshit, you need to read more books. You need to educate yourself. It's just, it is not real. When I say it's not real, you can't think that you can read a horoscope out of the newspaper or on the internet to tell you some attributes and traits about yourself. And you're like, yeah, that's me. Oh, yeah, I'm confident. Oh, yeah, I don't get around with Aries. Really, first of all, people are dynamic. Dynamic, you know what dynamic means? People are always changing based off their environment, based off the situation. So in every, if you will ever sit down and be objective when you look at horoscopes, Look at all of them, Cancer, Sagittarius, and I promise you, you will find a little bit of you 
and every single sign. You don't believe me? Try. You'll see. Okay. Are you really happy in life? You know what? No. I'm so sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm happy. What are you talking about? Of course. You know, it's so it's it's so lavish when people say, "Well, actually, are you really happy?" Because, and I think people ask me that because they just never met a man that is always so excited and enthusiastic about life. And I don't understand how people are not enthusiastic about life. Like, honestly, and let me tell you why. It's like, like I, I have a view like this. I'm laying on a $10,000 bed that reclines and vibrates. I have nine cars that I can drive at any given time. I don't have to go to work. I don't have a job. I can go to Paris tomorrow if I wanted to. Like, how would I not be happy? I don't drink. I don't smoke. I work out. I look good. I mean, why would I be happy? I mean, what what I'm what am I sad about? I don't get it. I'm lost. Victoria, how are you? What is there to be um, sad and upset about? <laughs> Did y'all like my fake laugh? My fake cry? Boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I don't have $300,000 a day yet, so I'm unhappy. Man, I'm only making $70,000 a day. Boo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I want $300,000 a day. Man, come on. I want a private jet. I'm sick and tired of flying commercial. God, I hate my life. Yo, that's coming. That's insane. What would I be un- unhappy about? Seriously. I'm into Forex, but keep blowing and losing money. And later struggling to find money to get back on track. What's the word of advice, what's the word of advice do you have for me? First of all, don't use the letter U. Spell the word out, okay? Two, that's just the name of the game, man. You need to find somebody that knows what they're doing, okay, to help you. Um, because if you try to do it alone, you can, but yeah, you're going to lose money. It's just it's how it is, right? You're going to lose money. But if you want to lose less money, get yourself in a program, some coaching. Do you have someone special in your life? It's very complicated right now. I do. I do. I do. I do have someone that I love. But it's complicated. I'm still single. That that just says complicated right now. It's, It's complicated. But I do love her. I do. 100%. But, you know, I have to be honest with myself on where I am in my life. I am in my prime. I am. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It's complicated right now. So right now I'm alone. Right now I have really nobody. Just a lonely man, man. Lonely man in this beautiful penthouse all by myself. Boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Oh, there you go. Maybe I'm sad about that. Boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I don't have anybody. Oh, my God. I'm a lonely man. Nobody wants Wesley Virgin. Why am I alone? Yeah, come on now. Guys, stop it. (laughs) I love every aspect of life. I really do. Even the pain. It's fun. Uh... If you wanted to be a musician, how would you go about manifesting the number one spot in the industry? Yeah, I would just visualize myself 
at the number one spot now? Where do you go to meet women? Listen, I'm not trying to be cocky here nor arrogant, but um, women just gravitate towards me. I'm just going to be honest with you. They just really do. And men, I can teach you how to do it. And I think I've taught, I think I have a rant where I teach men. And it can be, and listen, man, you know, you're so insecure about how you look. You know, don't just think that every woman that rejects you is just about your looks or about your money situation. But there are things that you can do as a man to make yourself very attractable, um, very attractive to women. I have no problem with women. I mean, my God. I mean, I go home into the gym and even when I go to the gym, I'm, women are hitting on me. I mean, I, I just like if I go out in public, public, my God, I mean, it'll be an insane distraction. So I tried my best to minimize my life so I don't have to be distracted by women. Because if I like a woman, if I want something, I got to have it. It is what that, that's one thing about me. If I see something I want, like I got to have it. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> but um, when you go to meet women, I mean, women are everywhere, man. <laughs> They're just everywhere. But what I would share with men, and I've shared this before, if you want to be the type of man that women gravitate towards, you know, if you want to be the type of man that you don't have to use game and lines and manipulation and influence techniques to get them. Well, I can tell you what you need to do. You want to know, man? Man, let me know. Because I see so many men out here. They say, oh, it's so hard to find a good woman. Are you crazy? It's a lot of good women out here. Millions of them out here. It's a ton of great women on the planet, man. Are you insane? Um, so, let me just, I'll spend two minutes on this. And then I'm going to go to the next question here. This is for all the men that are having a tough time finding a woman, meeting a woman. Maybe you lack confidence. You know, I get it. You're scared of rejection, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Listen, there are, I think, about four. I think it's four. Four traits of four areas of focus that a man should focus on before before he even attempts to go find a woman, okay? And I teach my son this as well. He's young. And my son does not, he's not out there chasing women. He's not dating. He's just like his dad. And the girls like him, but he realized that it's useless. Like, what are you going to do at a 17-year-old with a girl? Like, what are you going to do with her every day? It's a waste of time. He knows that. He understands that very well. So, Listen. Four areas. Write this down, man. Okay? Uh, <laughs> somebody said get rich, obviously. <laughs> Number one. Your physicality. Okay? Like, go to the gym. Honestly. I mean, it's not a, it's not a woman. Women, correct me if I'm wrong. It is not a woman alive does that does not adore a man with a beautiful body. Does that make sense? Every woman. Even a lesbian. It doesn't matter. Every woman on the planet. Will adore or even like. 
are turning. If a man have an excellent, beautiful, physically fit body, um, yeah, you're ahead of the game. Okay, so your physicality. Don't worry, Mercedes. I get back to your question. Okay, so that's one. Groom yourself properly. Okay. I'm not going to get into the details here, but listen, really take care of yourself, okay? Like men, take care of your hair, your breath, your teeth, okay? Your nails, get your nails done. Um, exfoliate your skin. Women have a skin routine. Men, you should have a skin routine as well, okay? Floss. <laughs> Don't have bad breath. Check it. If you need to brush your teeth for 10 minutes, do it. Okay? Have a tongue scraper. Make sure you're well-groomed. Always, whenever you leave your home or leave your apartment, just look well-groomed. I'm not saying wear a suit to the gym, but look very nice. Okay? Does that make sense? Like, don't just throw on some old basketball shirt and a beat-up shirt. I mean, you can do that, but what I want you to understand is a, a, a ton of men do this, okay? If you want to set yourself apart, then this is what you got to do, okay? Look good. doesn't matter where you go, okay? You can be going to the mailbox. Look good. Look amazing. And smell good, like always. You hear me? Man, I'm just giving you the secret sauce here. Always smell good. You know, one thing that one thing about me that women love, it's just not my beautiful smile. Okay. It's not my biceps. Okay. It's my smell. Women love my smell. They love it. Okay. And it leaves an imprint in their minds. So if I'm with, I can be with any woman. It don't even have to be a woman that I'm even dealing with. But if she's around me, she smells me. She thinks about me. Because if I hug her, the smell is on her. She smells me. I've had women say, man, I, I can smell you right now. Back in the day when I used to date, <laughs> I would go out on dates. And um, and I knew what I was doing. You know, I'm a, I'm a beast. And I had a very distinctive smell. I have a smell that I, it's, it's a Wesley smell. And it's always the same. I can't tell you guys what it is, but, you know. Get your own smell. And I would go on a date with a woman and she was like, oh, you smell good. I said, thank you. I appreciate that. And then, you know, we have a good time, good date. She go home. I go home. She text me. Man, I got your smell all over me. I'm thinking about you. I can smell you on me right now. Like that smell is very powerful. It's called olfactory, right? It's probably one of the most powerful sensory um, things that we have as human beings. So listen, smell good, okay? Seriously, it's very powerful with women. Women would think about you at night. They would dream, I've had women text me and say, I dreamed about you last night. It's a smell, man, they smell good because smell just makes you feel good. I have a smell, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm gonna say it. I have a smell, okay, that make women wet, horny, 
instantly. Okay? It took me some years to figure this out. I mean, it's all science, man. It's all science-based. It's not like, it's, it's no luck. It's just research. Uh, if I had a woman, they were like, my God, why do you smell so good? You're making my, I had one woman, she was so provocative. She said, you're making my this, this, this wet. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. It's very powerful. Like, just do research on this stuff. I mean, you know, smells and pheromones and stuff. It's, real, it's a real thing. Women can do it too to men as well. It's very powerful. And women, they can't resist it. It's like they cannot. And don't be attractive. Like, if you're attractive too and speak well, oh, God. Oh, it's just game over. Okay? So, smell good, guys. So, physicality. Work out. Go to the gym. Two hours a day. Five days, six days a week. Fix your body. Okay? Two, money. Of course. Money. Get rich. What's a good number? You may say, what's a good number? Well, I think 100K a month, 50 to 100K a month is a good place to be. Okay? 50,000 to 100,000 a month. You know, you, you, you need to be your own boss. That's a good number to be at. Okay? I mean, they just, you know, the 1% makes 400,000 a year, okay? The 1%, that's 40 grand a month. So 50 to 100,000 is a good place to be. So get yourself there. When you're there, you've already, you've mastered most men, okay? Less than 1% of men make 50,000 a month, okay? Coming into their bank accounts. It's not that difficult, honestly. If you just chunk it down, that's like $1,500 a day, right? It's not that hard to make 50 grand a month. Come on now, $100,000. Come on, peanuts, okay? So you gotta get the gotta get the money. This is before you go get a woman. Forget about the women right now. Like, honestly, teenagers, I get it. You get hard, you're going through puberty. You wanna have sex, you wanna kiss girls and stuff, whatever. Don't do it, okay? Um, it's just not even worth it. You're going to waste time. You're going to have these fake ass broken hearts and you're going to think you love somebody, but you don't really know what love is. So it's just like, don't waste your time. I mean, people in your twenties as well. Um, so yeah, the money, you know, get the money, 50 to $200,000 before you really start going out there and start to being this Casanova with women. And then three. Uh, emotional intelligence. Okay. Now, you could definitely read books about this. It's a book called Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman. But you have to have a deeper understanding of people to have a level of emotional intelligence. And let me tell you why. Because it's very easy to be triggered by people, right? People talk about you. They step on your shoe. They call you a bitch. They talk about your mama and you just pop off. You got to be able to be very calm in chaos, right? All the time, you know, you go to a restaurant, you know, you ask for a glass of water, they they bring you a glass of lemonade. You're like, I didn't ask for no lemonade. Give me my water. Where's my water? I mean, come on. You got to be, you got to relax, okay? Got to learn to have, be very intelligent with your emotions. So you got to manage them properly, which means, you know, you don't want to argue with a woman, you gotta learn not to argue at all, honestly. You gotta get to the point where you can always be very calm and very chaotic in very high emotional situations. Okay, man? Make sense? Okay? 
And you have to practice this, honestly. And you have to have a deeper understanding of people. When you have a deeper understanding of people, then you realize that you won't get upset and mad at people all the time. Like me, I love everyone. Even the people, even the guy that hacked me, I don't wish ill will on that guy. I mean, he hacked me. It was wrong, but I still love him. Because at the end of the day, he's trying to take care of his family. Unfortunately, he's using very illegal illegal ways to do that. But listen, you know, I love him. And I hope he finds what he's looking for. Okay. And it just takes experience. It takes time to be that way, honestly. It's got to have a deeper understanding of people. And um, you will be a bit more intelligent with your emotions here. You know, you won't be like, oh, I got to be the man. Oh, I got to be the important person. You know, your your ego will start to diminish. Like me, it's more important for me to lift others up. I don't really care about myself as far as like, I don't need people to validate me and tell me I'm amazing. Like, I already know this. Like, so I like shining the light on other people. I love that because I like how they look and I love how they feel because the light is always on me. Does that make sense? Like in my mind, the light is always on me. So. I'm always willing to shine the light on other people because I know that most people, they never get the light. I always get the light because I give it to myself, right? So uh, I always make it my business to always shine the light on other people and build them up. And I love that. I love doing that for people. Um, so... Um, the last one... Men is communication skills, okay? It's your ability to articulate your message, which means is you have to stop using words like, uh, um, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to learn the art of communication. Speaking in words is almost like a concaphony of music. It's like when you hear a nice song. Well, you want to learn how to talk that way. You see how I'm speaking right now? I'm speaking very... It's like a song. It sounds good. It's calm. It's peaceful. It's like a stoic. Pronouncing my words. You're listening to me close. All right? So people gravitate to great communicators and women love it, by the way. Women women love a man that can speak well. Okay. And a lot of men do not. I mean, lawyers do. Doctors do. You know, those type of professions, they automatically, because they're in that type of environment here. But obviously, many people are not lawyers, lawyers and doctors and, um, you know, nurses or whatever. So you need to learn the art of communication. Now get around people or put yourself in environments around people who communicate well, right? Who, when they speak, people listen. And one thing you'll learn, man, in the beginning, until you become a great communicator, just don't say much. Just listen. Yeah, many people talk too much. A lot of men just talk too much. A lot of you men talk about yourselves too much, you know, and that will expose your insecurities and that will expose your weaknesses. Just be quiet. 
Like when you're in a room of people, just be quiet. Listen. <laughs> That's in the book, 40 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Like, listen. A lot of men talk too much. And the reason why men talk too much is in front of females is because they're, they want to express to the group or to women, you know, who they are and what they can bring to the table and how smart they are and how intelligent they are and what they got. Oh, yeah, I run 5,000 companies. Oh, yeah, I got um 5,000 bank accounts. <laughs> and women don't even care, honestly. They have... They don't have a care in the world about that stuff, right? Um, so I would tell men in the beginning, just be a great listener, right? Let's listen and only speak when necessary. Learn to speak less. That's what I do. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Well, Wesley, you talk a lot because you're on this rant here. Yeah, but when I speak, I have something profound to say. That's why people listen to me on the internet. Right, but if you if you meet me like in real life, I'm not gonna talk much. And as a matter of fact, I don't want to talk. I just I would rather listen. I don't want to talk. Right, <laughs> I just want to listen. Uh, so does that make sense? All right. What was the next question here? Somebody had another question here. Uh, I'm not sure who that was here. That's right, two ears and one mouth. I guess God did us a um, a service when he did that. Okay. Ah, questions for me here. Do you use Creed perfume? No. As a matter of fact, I don't I don't use cologne people tend to think I put cologne on my body but I don't uh, I only use oil based it has to be oil I don't you you won't you rarely catch catch me spraying like you know cologne with a bunch of alcohol in it no not at all Listen, when it comes to the olfactory, I am a connoisseur um, in the smell department here. King West, what, in, what industry are you currently invested in? Um, look, I just did it. Um, see, I have to watch myself. So currently, I'm investing into sprinters. Sprinters, which is transportation. Currently. Hey, Wes, why was Overnight Millionaire course taken down? No, nah, it's still there. And I, I'll check it just to make sure the domain is still fine. But it's still, it should be still there. What do you think, Wesley? I've met a multimillionaire who is sad. He said billionaires and millionaires who are happy find something like God to fill their void. What do you think? You know, to each his own. Listen, I'm not saying that every millionaire is happy. There's a lot of millionaires that are sad, <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, I don't know any personally, but I'm sure, that, yeah, they exist, right? Go to Hollywood, go to California. I'm sure you'll find a ton. And why they're sad, I think that's none of our business. And like, who cares? 
The question is, what type of person, what type of millionaire do you want to be? You want to be a sad, upset, depressed, alcoholic, drug-infused millionaire? You know, always using drugs. Or do you want to be a grateful, excited, enthusiastic? You're always living in bliss without any type of drugs, any type of alcohol, any type of external substance to make you feel a certain way. Uh, let me see here. Any more questions for me? Did you get value here tonight? Let me know in the comments below here if you got value here. But yeah, man, so after you master those four areas in life, um, women will come to you. That's the difference between the man that chase women and the man that just attract women. And don't get hooked on to this, oh, well, you know, I got to be rich, got to be good looking. Listen, just master those areas in life. That's all you got to do. If you would just focus, if men would just focus on themselves for about two years and focus on developing themselves and focus on their purpose or discovering what their purpose is, I mean, women will gravitate towards you. Women admire a man that has a purpose for his life. She loves it. Turns her on. Okay. I just tuned in. What are the four areas? Why are you late, first of all? I shouldn't repeat myself. But write it down and don't be late. Turn on your freaking notifications, okay? One, physicality. Work out. Take care of yourself physically. Two, get rich. Period. 50 to 100,000 per month minimum. Minimum. Three, your emotional intelligence. You have to be able to manage your emotions. Four, your communication style. You have to master communicating to people. King West, teach us about conversational hypnosis. Well, funny you brought that up. I mean, I'm doing it right now. I do it every night. Like this, what I'm doing right now to you, you're laying in your bed, correct? How many of you are laying in your bed? How many of you are relaxed in this moment? Listening to me on your phone. Okay? Absorbing every single word that I'm saying to you. Thinking to yourself. It's time for me to take action on my goal. This is it. Now, I got to take action. I got to do it. And I will do it. So that, what I just did was example, was an example of conversational hypnosis. So let me break that down, what I did. I lowered the, oct the oct 
um, the octave of my voice, my voice inflection. I made pauses, very significant pauses in my synthesis, right? The synthesis that I'm speaking, I'm pausing. See? What that does is when you speak slow, like I'm speaking now, you automatically, your mind starts to relax and you begin to enter this trance and everything that I share with you, you take it in. You take it in deeply. Right? Make sense? So that's conversational hypnosis. Anybody can do that, honestly. And they have books about this all day long, right? Um, just, if you ever want to, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. Um, if you ever want to have somebody so enthralled in you, like so immersed in your conversation, in what you're saying, this, whatever you want to share with them, slow it down and make pauses. I'll give you an example. Say if I see somebody in the elevator and I say, hey, look, I love your eyes. See, that sounds better than, hey, look, hey, I love your eyes. No, 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 no. Slow it down. Look. Hey, good morning. Wow. I just love your eyes. They're beautiful. Tell a woman like that. Just say it just like that. <laughs> the reason why that works is because when you pause like that, Women or men or whoever you're speaking to, they have this um, anticipation of what's next. So it's exciting, right? It's like, oh, my God. He said he loved what? What does he love? What does he love? <laughs> and then another thing about the brain. Um, I'm giving you guys some very deep hypnotic. These are some high level persuasion skills, by the way. So you better love me. Show me some love right now because this type of information, this is not really available to the public. Um, this is stuff that mentalists and magicians, they all kind of go through this stuff. But it's hard to find this stuff. It's in the rabbit hole. You have to really be searching to understand these type of high-level persuasion techniques with people. But, um, yeah, it works for anybody. Like a man can do it to a woman. you know. And, and let me tell you something, we do it. You know, we do, we're just not aware. But imagine being aware of this and knowing what you're doing to a person, right? Talking with a person. Say, hey, say if you're talking to your girl, man, hey, I'm sorry. I was absolutely wrong. But I want to make one thing clear. And I want you to really hear me on this. I love you. See what I just did there? So it don't even matter what you did to her. I mean, if you say it like that, <laughs> tears, you know, she's going to, you love me? 
And you, and you probably do. But it's better than, you know, oh, I love you. I love you. I don't know why. You know, you don't want to do that. Got to be calm. It's the key. Always be calm. And listen, it, you know, it's many different ways to use this um, to be very effective with people. And women, you can do it to your man, too. You can say, hey, you can talk to see if your man's name is Willie. Hey, Willie. If I haven't shared this with you lately, you are one remarkable man. And I'm proud of you. See how I did that? It's better than, than saying, hey, Willie, you're just a remarkable man. I'm so proud of you. Eh, okay, cool. But when you slow it down, you put pauses, it's very powerful. I mean, you have no clue how powerful this stuff is. I mean, <laughs> man, you can use this on first dates, you know, with women. I mean, it's just, I mean, you can use this with anyone. I mean, it's just, it's very powerful. When you want, when you, you have to practice this stuff, but once you get it, you could do it to anybody, man, and they will be under your control. Oh, I know. I mean, under your control in ways that will blow your mind. And it's not a bad thing, right? It's not a bad. Like, you know, man, I don't want you to think that it's a bad thing to have women under your control because it's a part of every woman. She wants to be under, under the control or the dominance of a man, right? But it has to be a confident man. All right. All right, what's next? What type of oils do you recommend? Oh, can't share that with you, my guy. That's my that's my little secret there. See? And see see the great thing about conversational hypnosis, like when I was speaking that way, everybody was impacted, women and men. Even though I was, you know, it was directed to women based off the country. The context, but men were impacted too. They was like, "Damn, this guy's good." In your mind, you thought that man. You're like, "Damn, that was powerful," and you don't even know why it's powerful, do you? Because I didn't say anything that was just so amazing, but it's how I said it. That's the key. It's not about what you say; it's how you say it. That's what makes it very powerful to people, and the words that you use that you put deep inside people such as yourself because I know you want more I know you want to succeed I know you want to open up the gates of prosperity and what I'm sharing with you is available see let's do it again like I said it just takes practice it takes practice here Okay, since you can't share the oils, but you can rub the oils all over your body. Yeah, listen, every cologne that you use, men, they have a oil virgin somewhere. Just go online and search it. Just type in perfume oils, and you'll see all of them. Like fucking Fabulous, Creep. They all have an oil virgin. Oils are much more effective than... Like the, the spray, cologne, the alcohol. 
because oils will stay on the body and stay on the skin. And the great thing about the oils, when your body heats up, um, it intensifies the smell. I do this. Listen, the next time, men, I give you this for free. Men, next time you go to the club, this is when I was just, listen, this is when I was just, I wouldn't say I was a womanizer, man, but, you know, this is when I was out there. But I'm not like that anymore. I'm a, I'm a calm man. I'm I'm more of a man of solitude. I don't like to be around people. <laughs> so I'm not out there like I used to be. But when I was out there, man, I'll tell you this. Whenever you go out again, whatever your favorite cologne is, find the oil version of that cologne. Okay? When you take a shower, you get out the shower, you put lotion on whatever, put it all over your body. Right? The great thing about oil, you can put it all over your body. Like cologne, you can't just spray this stuff because it's too strong. But oil, oil is very subtle. So you put it all over your body. I mean, everywhere. Roll it on. Everywhere, right? Put in your clothes. Go to the club. And let me tell you something. You're going to thank me later. Like, because you're dancing, you're moving around. It starts to intensify. You smell better throughout the night. And if you have the right oil on, women just can't resist. You don't even, and it's not even necessary for you to be that good looking. If you smell really well, um, it overpowers women's senses. Okay? Same thing with men, too. I mean, women understand. Some women do. You know, some women can smell so good, you just like, I gotta have her. And she may be a seven or a six, but her smell is a 20. Okay? What's wrong with cologne over oil? So cologne has too much alcohol in it. Like you can't spray. Listen, cologne is cool, but I'm just trying to raise your game here. <laughs> to me, cologne is just for amateurs, in my opinion. You know, it's just my opinion based off uh, my experience here. I mean, women still like cologne, but I'm telling you, oil. Think about cologne. It's going to wear off. You know, it's just not going to stay on you forever. Because unless you buy some $500 cologne that is more oil-based, then yeah. But the key is the oil. In colognes, they put a lot of alcohol and they put less oil because obviously they want to charge you a ton of money. And the, the funny thing about oil is so inexpensive. Like cologne itself is, is cheap. Like you spend 500 bucks on it. You don't have to spend this much money. Um, it's, it's definitely overpriced. Okay. What's next? Share Bear, how are you? What do you recommend starting out to make 50K to 100K? First, make 5K a month. And I, I recommend the internet. Affiliate marketing. Oils don't have side effects on the skin, right? Well... I've been using oils for a very long time. I haven't had any side effects. But, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know your skin. So try it. If you break out, don't do it. All right? <laughs> he used olive virgin oil. <laughs> you got jokes, Princess Diana. I love it. Um, What's next here? Any more questions for me here? I know women had a question about men 
And I think I share with women, you know, exactly. You know, it's, let me tell you something about women. I love women. However, it's, it's very difficult to have a conversation with women about the acquisition of the man that they want. Because women, and this is what we love about women, they're very emotional, extremely emotional people. And a person that is very emotional, they tend to be more irrational. So if I say the wrong thing, it triggers them, right? So it's very, I would suggest, you know, women, you know, at one time in your life to have an open mind to listen to men instead of allowing men to trigger you about different conversations about what they want and what they expect or whatever, you know, but... Um, women, if you want to find a man in your dreams, I can help you with that as well. And like I said, listen, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psych. I'm not none of this stuff, but I do read a ton of books. You know, the education is out there. You don't necessarily have to have any type of degree to know this stuff. To me, it's very simplistic, honestly. Um, women. Like, if you want to find the man of your dreams, because I think a lot of men, a lot of women do, they want to find a capable man, okay? Number one is you have to expect that it exists. And what women don't realize, you know, because it's so, this thought is very pervasive with women, such as, you know, men are no good, men are cheaters, it's no good men. And this is the conversation that it that pervades women's psyches. You know, it's not enough good men on the planet. It's not enough good men. And but, but what they don't realize that even that internal thought is a manifestation in your world. I mean, then you'll never be able to find or even the man won't find you because of your your jaded belief. Make sense? You have to believe that, you can't believe that all men cheat. You don't want to believe that there's no good men. You don't want to believe that, you know, all men are stupid. You, I mean, you you have to look at the situation more positively. Because even if you're right about the majority, there's not a lot of great men out here. But you don't want to tell yourself that because... Remember, based off our thoughts and our words, we're always manifesting in the outer world. Like whatever you're thinking about and whatever your belief is about anything, it will manifest in the physical world. Okay? That will happen. There's nothing capricious about your thoughts manifesting in the physical world. Okay? So... One, you got to believe there are great men out there. Hello, it's Wesley Virgin out here. I'm a great man. I'm a perfect man. Come on now. What you talking about? I'm just kidding. But listen. Yeah, so one, you got to believe that there are amazing, powerful, rich, wealthy, provider type, loyal, fun, spontaneous men on the planet. And there are many of them. Millions. Right? Then number two, you got to decide what type of man you want, okay? And I'm going to keep this very simple here. 
You got top tier men and you got men that are just a bit beta. A beta man is just, you know, just your average man. He's not a bad man. He's a good man. He treats you right. You know, he's loyal to you. It's very predictable. He has a good job. Takes care of you. Takes care of the family. Just regular average life. And there's nothing wrong with a regular average life if that's what you want. And then you have a top tier man. Wealthy. Communicates well. Looks nice. Um, spontaneous. You know, great in bed. Um, those are two different type of men, which means as, and this is not taught to women, so I'm going to teach you tonight, ladies, which means that you have to treat these two different type of men differently. And I, I believe that a lot of women talk to a lot of average men. They kind of settle. There's not many women that get top tier men, by the way. They just don't. You know, men that are rich, good looking, you know, businessmen, NBA players, NFL players, whatever. You know, women don't typically get the opportunity to be with these guys, right? Because you got to be selected, obviously, right? Um, so... Predominantly, women just date, you know, regular average men, you know. And there's nothing wrong with a regular average man. But that's just what women typically date. But when you get the opportunity to date the man of your dreams, and see, this is the man of your dream. The man of your dreams is a man that's spontaneous, a man that's good looking, a man that's rich, a man takes you on trips, buys you all types of things, and he... Make makes love to you like watching porn. I mean, he that's what he does. Like the same type of porn that you watch, that's how he make love to your body, okay? <laughs> Which the average man, not really. It's more vanilla sex, right? So that's the man you're And he's loyal, he's caring, he's all this stuff. He's emotionally there, communicates to you, understand how you feel, whatever, right? That's top tier. Uh, women. What I want you to understand is. You, if you want a top tier man, you have to become the type of woman a top tier man wants to be with. And you got to understand that it's very complex. A top-tier man is very disciplined. He's self-motivated. He's ambitious. He has purpose. Right? Very different from the beta. You know, the regular average guy. Which nobody wants. Right? Women just settle for this man. And I know this because women cheat on that man all the time. Right? Or devalue him all the time. Right? Um, so, you have to realize if you want to make that transition then you got to understand the difficulties to be with a man like this, right? It's very different. And um, which means is you have to, you got to raise your game. And I just think women need to be educated, you know, if you want to do that. 
And I think they just think it's easy. You know, women get upset. Oh, he cheated on me. Oh, he did this. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, he has plenty of options. Top tier men, their patience level is very low. Regulatory men, they have a high patience level because they don't have a lot of availability to them, honestly, to women, you know. But top tier men, they have a huge variety and so many options. And I don't think women really understand this. Just women just think that men should just, well, they should just say, they should just say no. They should just be strong enough to say no. And they don't, they don't get it. They don't even understand the science and just the biology of desire as it relates to a man and a woman, which is completely different. And we're not going to get into that. But um, it's no easy feat, woman, to be with a top tier man. It's just not. I'm going to be honest with you. It's very emotional. Is it great when it's good? Absolutely. But when it's down, you're sad and depressed, yes, you're going to feel that emotion as well with this type of man. It's always going to be that way. Right? When you're on the high, it's going to be on the high. When you're on the low, it's going to be low. But you got to ask yourself a question. Is it worth it? Right? Is it worth it? So we'll stop there. Unless women have, or, or you men have any more questions about relationships, which we always end up talking um, talking about on these rants sometime here. So I would say, women, you got to step up your game, man. You know, it is what it is. You know, I can give you a couple of things, a couple of traits and attributes. You're not going to like it, you know. Um, and I and I get it. You know, women, they hate it. You know, when I tell them what is necessary for them, and there's no guarantee, I mean, but you'll have a better chance. One, uh, top-tier men like loyal women. Like, you can't lie to them. You cannot lie. Like, you can lie to a regular man. A regulatory man, beta, you can lie to him, and he'll forgive you. Top-tier men, they're very unforgiving people. <laughs> I'm going be honest with you. They don't play with the whole loyalty shit. Like, if you lie, um, you might as well just be dead to them. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's tough. Because they don't play with the loyalty thing. You know what I mean? Because it's when a top-tier man allows you to come a part of his life, he's trusting you with a lot. Right? Because obviously, there's many people that wants to be a, a part of his life for our types of different intentions. And if he allow you to come in, which means you're selected, you cannot lie to this man. You better tell him the truth. I don't care how hard it. You better, t- or you better never get caught. <laughs> I'll say that. So that's that's huge. Two, um, you got to be on ten all the time. You know, when I say be on ten, you got to be on ten on how you look. You know, I know some women like, oh, some days I don't want to, I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to take care of my. Some days I don't want to brush my teeth. I'm like, what? Are you insane? Well, let me tell you something. You got women on the planet, they're always on 10. Which means you got to take care of yourself, man. You know, just don't be lazy. I mean, you want a top-tier man. It's a, You know what's so funny to me? Women want to go on trips around the world. They want bags. They want jewelry. They want shoes. They want clothes. They want all this stuff. They want this lifestyle. It's beautiful. They want to feel good and feel happy all the time. And a man can provide it to you. But yet you can keep yourself on 10. Like, work out all the time. Keep that body sexy. Keep it spicy in the bedroom. Cook. 
Almost, I mean, my God. I feel bad for my son. I mean, women don't even cook anymore because they can't. Don't even want to. They expect the man to cook too. I'm like, do you expect, like, listen, if you have a man that provides for you and pays the bills and you can't even cook, you're like, well, he can cook sometime. But if he say, well, baby, you can pay the bill sometime, you'll say, no, 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 that's your job. So it's just like, come on, stop it. With this double standard stuff, right? I'm just telling you what's necessary. You need to cook for your man. I'm not saying you have to cook every day, but you need to cook all the time. If you want food, you should be very willing to cook this man some cook from food. You're not in the outhouse. You're in the penthouse, okay? You're not in a little small bedroom apartment with roaches in it. Sleep on the air mattress or sleeping on that bed that doesn't have a headboard, okay? You're sleeping on a beautiful bed that's very comfortable to your body. Looking at a beautiful view, okay? Make sense? So you need to be on 10. You got to keep it. You need to be attractive. That's very important to me. Top tier men, well, come on. We like very attractive women. You know, you need to look, you need to do your best to look attractive as much as humanly possible. Make an effort to do that. You know, smell good, look good. Just always be on point. You know, you don't need to be lazy. And I don't hear this. Well, how about if you have a lazy day? But what if your man didn't want to pay the bills? What if he didn't pay your card? I mean, come on. You don't want him to have a lazy day when it comes to you. Do you? No. Right? (laughs) And I'm not talking about the man that puts you in coach. You know I mean? No, top tier is first class, by the way. You know, travel. You You know, many women don't get it. They don't get the opportunity to to experience this type of lifestyle. Like me, when I'm with a woman that I like, that I want, let me tell you something. The experience that I give her is unmatched with any man that she would ever meet in her life. I know that. If you last, like if you last three to like six months with me, let me tell you something. You're going to have an experience that you you just, you will never forget, ever. You hear me? You will never forget it. Because all women typically compare their new man to the previous man. Always, that's just how it is. You know? They don't want to go backwards in lifestyle. No woman goes backwards in lifestyle. Some do, unfortunately. But the women that go backwards in lifestyle, that man that she used to date, if he call her, and say, hey, come over here. I want to see you. She comes. Hey, maybe not all the time, but 99% of the time. <laughs> Does that make sense? Okay. Are you guys with me here? I'm just giving you the gems here. And, you know, many of you should already know this. Okay. This is not uncommon information. This should be general knowledge. So women, that's why you have to be on point. There's no such thing as a lazy day. You know, don't come out here looking all crazy and unattractive, you know, because you weren't like that in the beginning. You know, you need to be like that at the end. Your man, say if you meet a man that takes care of all your problems, because, you know, think one thing about women, women have a lot of financial problems, which is fine. It is what it is. Women typically cannot budget their money and they're bad with finances. We get it. But when you meet the right man, 
He takes care of that for you. You have a problem, he takes care of it immediately. So what if your man have a lazy day or a lazy month and he decides not to take care of your, I don't know, your engine goes out. He don't do it. You don't want the man to have a lazy. Like if you have a problem of an issue, you should expect that your man is going to fix it. So if the man can have a lazy day or lazy month, why should you? Hello? You got to be proactive when it comes to your man. If you have a top tier. Now, if you have a regular average Pookie and Ray Ray, which a lot of you women do, you got a Pookie and Ray Ray, or a lot of you women are alone, you're by yourself, okay? Then, okay. If that's what you want, if you want Pookie, you want Ray Ray, if that's what you're dealing with right now, the 50-50 brother, you know, I call him the 50-50 brother, you know, the guy that expects you to pay or make a contribution financially to the household, if that's what you want, that's what you're in, then, hey, more power to you, okay? But that's not how I rock. And top-tier men that I know, they don't rock their way. They are the provider, okay? They know their role. And we want women that understands their role as well. We want you to be submissive, okay? I know you women are cringing right now. You don't like that word. Submissive. Be nice. Like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not asking you to be weak. I'm not saying that we won't control over you, but act like a woman. Be comfortable in your femininity, right? Be, be comfortable being a female, being nurturing. But unfortunately, you know, the world, oh my God. You know, women, they're, they're men now, man. Women want to be the boss, the CEO. They want to have chains on their necks, tattoos on their faces, I mean, they want to be just like men for some reason. I mean, you know, it's just mind-boggling to me. Um, so women, some of you, you need to divorce some of that masculinity, that energy. Get rid of that because you're going to be lonely, okay? If you don't, you will be lonely. You will find a man and he, you won't know why he left you because he's not going to tell you. Like me, I'm honest with women. I tell them exactly. When I leave them, I let them know exactly why. I can't deal with you. Like, I have a conversation with them. I just don't just, you know, ghost them or lie to them. Some men, they're just like, ah, you know, I don't know. It's just not working. You know, they come up with some bullshit excuse. They're not going to tell you why. And a lot of women, this their their masculinity, you know, their energy is just, the, the male energy is too high, right? Women that are very disagreeable, um, arguments all the time. Were you ever hurt by a woman before? No, never. I've never been hurt. I've been in love. Every woman, let me share something with me, about me. Every woman that I've ever been with in my life, I either, I either left her or I set it up for her to leave me, if that makes sense to you. Because usually with me, with a woman... I've already made a decision within a month. It's like, I already know, you know, I already know that this woman is going to be gone, honestly. Right. But no, I've never been hurt. I've never not like I've, I've never been cheated on. Not, not to my knowledge. If they did it, I didn't know about it. So I don't really care. Um, I've never had a broken heart. Are you crazy? I like, never in my life. I would never have a broken heart. It's not going to happen. 
because I'm a top tier man. You got to realize, and you might say, oh, no top tier man get hurt. I don't think so. Because, see, I understand the process of dating a woman. I understand the process. And I don't, like, I don't, like, waste time, if that makes sense. Like, a lot of men, they just, like, if I don't like something, if it doesn't work for me, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to let her know what the expectations are. And if she can't fulfill them, then we just got to stop right there. Make sense? But some men, they try to mold a woman. They want to change a woman. And to me, there's so many different women out here. It's, it's, it's a ton of options here. So to me, that would be futile trying to make a woman do something that she don't want to do. It doesn't matter how pretty she is. She can be very cute. Who cares? Right? It's other cuter, prettier women. Out there. It, it's, it's not a big deal. Okay? Here it goes with the Zodiac sign again. Listen, the Zodiac sign has nothing to do with my personality and how I am as a person. But to appease you, I'm a Capricorn, according to the bullshit astrology. Uh, what's next here? Imagine a man I went out with told me, why don't you help me buy my apartment? Yeah, I mean, men do this. And let me tell you something, women, and I want to share this with you. Don't allow, like, your your job and your responsibility in a relationship is not to make a man a man. You cannot make a man responsible. You cannot make a man financially astute. You can't make him take care of himself. And you cannot compel him to not procrastinate. Does that make sense? That's not your role at all. Okay. <clears throat> um, you're not there to put the apartment in your credit and your I mean that's insane. And women do this, you know, it's it's very sad. Women do this. Women they will put the house in their name, they'll put the apartment in the car and because obviously they got the good credit, right? <laughs> And these men are just piss poor men. And women, you cannot settle for that. You should never settle for that. You never want to be the woman that takes care of a man, ever. I don't care how much you like this man. And sometimes women do it because they feel sorry for men. And let me tell you something. Do not feel sorry for any fucking man on the planet. Don't feel sorry for this man. Don't ever feel sorry for a man. A man has to learn how to function with himself by himself. And maybe he never learned it from his father because he didn't have a father. And maybe he never had the opportunity or no type of example. I get it. But it doesn't mean that you need to be that man's mother and take care of him. And, you know, hey, can you go get a job? Hey, can you stop playing the video game? That is not your job. Okay, nor your responsibility. Okay, you 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 want to attract a man that you admire, a man that you look up to. Like you're like, man, I like some of the things this man. Is, I can learn something from this man. Does that make sense? Because a man's supposed to be a natural leader. Okay, he's a leader. Period. That's just my philosophy. I don't care if you don't believe it, but it is what it is. A man's supposed. His, his, he, he, 
supposed to be the leader of his family, the leader of his wife. His wife should trust him. His woman should trust his decisions financially and his decisions for the progression of the family, period. And if you don't have a man like that, you have the wrong one, okay? You have the wrong one, 100%. Okay, so don't feel bad for a man anymore. I don't want to hear this about you feeling bad. For, oh, I feel bad for him. Well, he's been in prison and now he can't get a job. Well, he should have went to prison. Well, you know, they, they, they keep trying to get a job and they're not taking him. Don't feel sorry for him. Okay? He needs to figure it out. He got to figure this shit out. Period. Don't feel sorry for him at all. Okay? Because what you do is you just, you're taking his power away when you feel sorry for him. Oh, it's okay, baby. You can cry on my shoulder. Like women, like, I hear women say, oh, it's okay for a man to cry. Or, you know, a real man cry. That's bullshit. That's stupid. Real men do not cry. Cry about what? I get it. If somebody died, that's different. But if you're crying about your life, crying about your job, crying because of your financial situation, crying in your relationship, that devalues you as a man and that woman is not going to respect you. She'll never tell you this. But she won't. Okay? It's very insidious. <clears throat> no woman wants a man that cries all the time. Okay? Especially about situations that he shouldn't cry about. Okay? Okay, any more questions for me here? I know we got off topic here, but um, you guys, I'm an open book here, so uh, I'm just here to share. How old are you? I told you I'm 25. I'm a young man. I know what you're thinking. Well, how are you so young and so educated? How do you know all this information? <clears throat> because I'm a voracious reader. Knowledge is the precursor of experience. And I love knowledge. It gives me the edge over people, over everybody, honestly. Because a, a huge, vast amount of the population, they just don't read, honestly. <laughs> they don't. That's what makes it easy to make a ton of money as well. Hey, folks, did you get value here tonight? Are you open to ever getting married? Nah. I doubt it. Maybe when I'm 80. But you never know. Tomorrow you might see me. Or next year, you'll see me in Bor Bor getting married to somebody. You see me getting married to a Chinese woman. You blow your mind. What? Wesley Virgin married? What? Hell has frozen over. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Not at this time. Do you read physical books or audio? Audible. Um, I read digital books on my Kindle. And I do have physical books as well. Did you get value here tonight? How many of you are going to listen to this again? We went for two hours tonight just for you. Because um, listen, at the end of the day, I'm here to share value with you. I'm here to share my philosophy. And listen, you don't have to believe it. Like, it doesn't matter if you believe this or not. I'm just sharing. I'm living and you know, I'm being very transparent with you. Like, I'm living a phenomenal life. And I want other people to understand that they, too, can live a phenomenal life as well. You know, I, I really believe that I discovered the blueprint of living a life of freedom. 
the freedom to do what I want, how I want, with whom I want to do it with. And I just want to give that gift to you. And this is just my philosophy. This is my set of rules and set of principles that I live by, and it works. Like, I'm, I'm definitely getting the results as well. Ugh. That's not true. It's a lot of, it's a lot for the woman too hard. It depends solely on a man. A man needs a woman emotionally. It's, I don't know if you did. You must be disagreeing with somebody else, not me. Um, okay, guys. Hey, much love. I love you guys. Thanks you. Thank you for saying it back as well. Appreciate that. And I'll see you uh, tomorrow night. Remember, you can always listen to the podcast at Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. Or if you want access to my course, type in how to manifest now.com. That is how to manifest now.com. Wes, if you're if you're not the US, what other country would you rather live in? You mean if I if I wasn't living in the US, T Corn? Make sure you're in T Corn, let me share this with you. And I'm not trying to throw rocks at you here, but uh, I need, I want you, whenever you type a message to anybody, not just me, make sure you read it out loud first, right? And you got to make it a practice because one thing you don't want to do is get lazy in language. You don't, you don't want to be lazy in writing because it will pervade over in your professional life as well. You'll write an email and, you know, you'll make a ton of mistakes because you're not reading it over. So, uh, make sure you do that the next time you leave a comment on my rant here. Okay. Um, but yeah, if I was going to live somewhere else, probably France, Paris. I love Paris. Wes, would you live in Africa? Of course. I want my mansion and my 15 wives. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> uh, of course I would. All right, guys. Much love. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go.